0: The following program contains mature themes that may offend you and challenge you. As a result, you
1: may paint an innumerable amount of Bristol boards, piss, and exhale fire. Call for the host to be disemboweled in the village square. Push for suppression, compelled speech, and an infinite number of deplatformings.
0: Other listeners may experience the urge to laugh as we all hurl towards Armageddon.
1: Tolerate diversity of thought. Control their childlike emotional impulses. Stop taking everyone and everything so seriously. But either way, listener discretion is advised.
0: This is Unmentionable, an unhealthy dose of realism with your host, Jordan Power. Mm. 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 Welcome to Mentionable Podcast. Mm. I can't believe we went all of last week's intro without, I don't know, probably announcing the biggest news ever on this show. No, it's not that Shibam's getting a vagina. It's something <laughs> even better. <laughs>
2: Bro, I'd never that was actually coming. more likely
0: than what we're about <laughs> to show you Okay So um, I, I mean tell your friends, tell your family Tell anyone you know um, Walk into p- places where people are getting Chemotherapy and go hey Bring them a bunny, bring them balloons and go Actually you don't have to be here anymore because they cured cancer Because Joe Biden In a press conference Said this, this is a real clip If you could do anything at all Joe What would you do? I said I'd cure cancer and looked at me like, Why cancer? Because no one thinks we can. That's why. And we can. We end the cancer as we know it. So there you go.
1: <laughs>
0: it's over. I never I always thought when they when they cured cancer it'd be all over the news, but yeah. for some reason it's just a throwaway comment in a press conference by the president of the United States. It's like, oh by the way, there's no more cancer. <laughs> Hundreds of millions of people <laughs> affected. <laughs> So he's doing well. how... how He's doing well. I I mean, he's he's in great... He thought his sister was his wife. Yeah, I saw that. He played the one where he thought Putin was in Iraq. Yeah. (laughs) And now he's cured cancer.
2: And you know what they say. (laughs) And the other one. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
0: Anyway, um, we're going to get to part two of the interview here with Ashlyn, but... Ashton. uh, Ashton, sorry. Uh, but the nurses are dancing again. I am of the belief having a sister that's a nurse and what I've witnessed and what I've read about the healthcare system, that nurses are very busy. According to my sister, she doesn't have time to eat lunch. Sometimes mm-hmm. she's sort of running between patients is this whole thing. I hear about the healthcare system in Toronto. They just closed, not Toronto, sorry, on the West coast. They just closed the ER. They just said people are like getting shot. <laughs> they like blow them up. like, we're closed. Like a McDonald's. So it's like hey, okay. It's like, like a McDonald's. Like, oh, I'm shot. We're closed. So what? So that's uh good. And I think we should let another million people. That's a good time to do that. So But I'm not running the country, I'm fleeing it. So the nurses are back. I don't know who it's listen. It wasn't a good look when they were telling us we were losing all our civil liberties. We had to put an experiment in our bodies. We had to be locked in our homes, and because the hospitals were overwhelmed, etc Some of that's true. Some of it's overcounting COVID deaths. But now, I guess these nurses, everyone must be. Oh, I know why they're they're not busy because it's cancer. It's gone.
2: Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. So
0: these must be cancer nurses, and because um, Biden just told us the free. cancers cured. They're like, let's go dance in the courtyard. Yeah. So I guess these hospitals are literally spending their budgets on (laughs) choreographers. (laughs) So next time you can't get like an IV bag or something, just this is what the money's being spent on. So they brought in a choreographer and they're all white, which, you know, it's going to be bad dancing. And they're kind of swaying here. And it says the world famous TikTok dancing nurses are back. This time they're dancing and singing to save us from climate Armageddon. Hit it. Amanda, where's the
1: best of this prioritize the greatest risk. Fires run electric heat, but more than just a damn thing. So come on, you. Fossil fuel, say bloody, we'll bring new ones. Come on, kids, to pay the price, ignoring scientists' advice. It should be done to stop the money, but we stay alive, stay alive. Hang on, come on, to stop the money, so we stay alive, stay alive. Stop, stop, so stay alive. Stay alive. We we all
2: one, two, stay alive, stay alive. We all <laughs> want to stay alive. What's going to happen now?
0: Because someone took a flight to Detroit they're dead.
3: That's how it works.
0: Don't you get it? We're gonna stop the fossil fuels. Except all the things in their home that are made by fossil fuels or the car that took them there to on fossil fuels. They would like to stop all that. They would like to plunge two to three billion people into extreme poverty immediately. Seems like a great idea.
2: Oh, my God, dude.
0: <laughs> I don't understand, though. Like, I just don't understand it, because, you know, it's like when you have a job and they always make you do extra stuff. Yeah. You have that job. We have to go in on, on the Saturday for, like, team building. Yeah. And you want to scream at your boss yeah, and go, like, yeah. I hate this place. Yeah. yeah do you think yeah. I want to be here on the weekend for free? Yeah, yeah. Do, they, do they get a memo at work? <laughs> do they get – no, I'm being dead serious. Do they get, like, a memo sent to them that says meet in the courtyard at 2 p.m. We're going to be training – for our dance?
2: No, I... am probably, probably, probably they do. It's... it's I think it's more like we used to have it like our teachers used to do these things because uh, they... Like, it was just... It, it, you know, they just ask them and if they don't do it then they just fire them for like no reason after some time. And with how much like job insecurity people have these days and no jobs available, you gotta do shit like this to like keep your bosses impressed. Something
0: needs to be repeated lately. Get to work. Really. <laughs> Truly. <like, laughs> The rest of us are working. We're not dancing in the courtyard. <laughs> Stay alive. I found this other clip that I want to play you. It says real life horror movie. It's self explanatory. Hit it.
1: Story making headlines around the world. Is this child a child or a grown woman? A Florida couple say they were duped into adopting her from Ukraine. They claim they were told she was only six years old, but then they say red flags started to pop up, leading them to believe that she was much older. On top of that, the child's adoptive father tells our Stephen Fabian she threatened to kill his family. Is this the face of a child or a woman posing as a child? Her name is Natalia, and in 2010, she was adopted by Michael and Christine Barnett. They were told she was originally from Ukraine and was afflicted with a form of dwarfism. How old do you think she is at the time? Okay, At that moment, (laughs) six. But questions about Natalia's age surfaced the first night they brought her home. Barnett was urgently called into the bathroom by his wife, who was bathing Natalia. She's got this look on her face. She's white as a ghost. She's scared. And she just says, Look. You think you have a six-year-old in your house, and there are signs that she's already gone through puberty, which would make her much older than six years old. Wait, wait,
0: wait. Does does look mean look at that bush? Is that what he means? (laughs) Because you just said there's signs. No, I'm being serious. You said there were signs there was puberty. So the wife takes the daughter yeah. in there expecting like a, you know, a what? A six-year-old hair, completely hairless vagina. Yeah. And pulls the pants down just a massive bush. Bro, what She's the having fuck? a baby.
1: <laughs>
0: She's in labor. <laughs> She's like 26.
1: Six years old. Yeah. And they say there was something else. She's got a monthly cycle. What? And I'm stunned. There was another red flag. Technically, she is a Ukrainian adoptee. She's never spoken a word of it. She doesn't have a hint of an accent. Hello and
0: happy Thanksgiving.
1: The family already had three sons. One son, Jake, is a math genius who was profiled on 60 Minutes in 2012. In the segment, you can see Natalia sitting at the dinner table with the rest of the family. She attempted to kill Christine twice. According to <laughs> Barnett Natal, what the fuck?
0: That's the thing in life, the hits just keep hum- coming, right? So you think you have a cute little daughter, and meanwhile, she's like having her period in your tub tub. You're like, whoa, that's a lot. And then, like, a, a month later, she's at your door the night. <laughs> it's like, can we, what's the return policy on this bitch? How long we had her for? <laughs>
1: Natalia allegedly tried to poison his wife with a household cleaning product, Pine Sol. She had poured the Pine Sol in her coffee. She just says, blatantly, plainly, no emotion, I'm trying to kill you. I want you dead. So Barnett she's, says Natalia-
0: she's dumb, too. She's not even doing a good job of the poisoning. So that's the third hit. And <laughs> she's a bad killer. She's, we got an idiot. <laughs> We got well, an
3: idiot expressing- with a bush <laughs> <laughs> at a period, period everyone trying month. to kill me. Once you're
1: dead. Barnett says Natalia expressed a desire to stab the entire family in their sleep. It was at that point that the Barnett's said they had enough. They decided to move and start a new life without their adopted daughter. They packed up their lives and headed north of the border to Canada, but they left Natalia to fend for herself all alone at this apartment in Lafayette, Indiana. The Barnett's paid a year's rent for Natalia. He says Natalia is capable of taking care of herself since in his opinion, she is an adult pretending to be a child. Barnett's lawyer, Terence Kennard. We have done a, a massive amount of research on this, looking at historical records, medical records, um, mental health records. And it is apparent that A, this person is an adult and always has been when she was in the care of the Barnett's. The Barnett's face two counts of felony neglect charges that they say miss the point entirely do you have any doubts that natalia is an adult absolutely not there, there's no doubt whatsoever
2: what the fuck
0: and she just walks into your house and goes to wall street for work bro, like <laughs> bro,
2: what the? she's fuck? like bitch
0: i'm going to work
2: yeah oh i wonder if their marriage God. will survive that dude they had to leave their house and shit and everything? I don't know. I don't know
0: how marriage could survive that. I, just like this I think
2: that would make a marriage like more stronger because like, they had to fight this big thing together. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. For their lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had to run for their lives. They bro. got a little fucking Chucky in their house. <laughs> bro, I was thinking Annabelle's shit, bro. Yeah, it's not good.
0: Not good. <laughs> it's not good out there. <laughs> but cancer's cured. Yeah. Okay, so the other thing that I had this week was I hadn't I talked about it last week on the show. I hadn't talked to someone for a while, and my friend uh, sent me her, and she was in the middle of the woods on a juice uh, cleanse, very very skinny, kind of dancing in the woods in her undies. And then I said, "Well, whatever," you know. You check in with people. You say, "How are you doing?" I said, "You do you." Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at. That being said, this is where I, <laughs> this is where I draw the line. So she posted this on Instagram. Some book recommendations on urine pee therapy. The Golden Fountain. These are are books.
2: These are books. Guys, note them down.
0: The Golden Fountain. Your own perfect medicine. And another one is called The Water of Life. Here's the post. Reading only goes so far, and then we must apply and practice for ourselves, see how it vibrates, feels, heals, affects within our own body, and experiences as with everything in life. We are the healers, the scientists, the doctors, the artists, the creators and our power and potential's infinite i became deeply aware of the power of urine healing <laughs> first in the jungle long ago i had a severe throat infection <laughs> i had a severe throat infection and tried every natural herb protocol and remedy outside of the body i did not want to go to a doctor of anything external man-made or system based within my i don't know she's typo within my body a close, natural, holistic, vibrationally aligned friend recommended I drink my pee quote as much as you can. I was in great pain, and it was my last resort. Within twenty four to forty eight hours, and I was entirely cured. <laughs> I was in awe. Since then, I've healed deep machete wounds. Junk. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what? What are you getting stabbed by a machete machetes in the,
2: wood? in the woods, <laughs> bro? What the fuck? Why?
0: Jungle infections, funguses, and healed and purified in many other ways. I drink it daily. (laughs) I have used it in my eyes, my ears, my nose, my foot soaks, fresh, aged urine, and more. What's more? Even more aged?
2: (laughs) Mixed. Vintage. Mixed with (laughs) gum. She
0: puts it in her eyes and her ears?
2: Yeah, that's super fucking weird. So you think weird. she puts
0: her legs in there and like pees on her own face or you think it's going in like a cup? No cup. So she just wakes up in the morning, you know you have to pee in the morning. Of course, yeah. And she's like oh, goes to the kitchen, no the, the, not what the what bathroom, the water of life, yeah. <laughs> the golden fountain, your own perfect medicine. And she's in the woods and she pees in a cup and she just knocks it back. Yeah,
2: saves saves it for later too. Ages just some of it.
0: Even, on bo- even during fasting, my body continuously reaches a point where it only craves... She calls it arena, but I guess that's urine. The benefits of urine therapy are endless, many of which I've personally experienced. And urine fasting is a whole nother level. Always try and experiment with everything personally as we are entirely unique. Tune into your own intuition and experience what aligns and vibrates as truth. Follow the pebbles of truth alignment, how things feel vibrationally and energetically for you and trust in your path. It's entirely individual and perfect for each other. As sovereign beings, we are choosing, shaping, and creating every moment, every thought, word, action, decision, and every day layers and vibrates onto the next. So we choose our path, life, direction, and destiny through every single moment. We live in pure creation and our full creators. Tomorrow I will be eating my poop. I added the <laughs> But it could have gone there. It was it was kind of building. <laughs> Just eat the poop, right? Get all in, jump in the pool. Oh my god. And then she lists the impressive lists of ingredients found in her urine. Perhaps ingredients that were in her body before her body expelled it. <laughs>
3: She's like, I ate vitamin C,
0: biotin, calcium, cre- creatine, and weirdly, when I peed it out, it was in my urine, which is something that expels from my body. Probably less because I absorb some. Alanine total, total thirty-eight milligrams a day. Arginine total thirty-two milligrams a day. Bicarbonate, biotin thirty-five milligrams a day. Calcium twenty-three milligrams a day. Who who needs milk?
2: When you can pee, it's a bad economy. <laughs>
0: Inflation. Just stop buying milk. Just drink your pee. Cysteine, dopami- dopamine, dopamine. Creatine. Yeah, she's got the glutamic acid, glycine, iodine, iron, lysine, magnesium, heal, clean out, and reconnect to who you are. Urine pee, your own perfect medicine. Let's see if there's a comment. <laughs> Gonna, what nutjobs are going to agree with this? <laughs> the person's name is Holy Black Brains.
2: Holy Black Brains.
0: The human body is considered a universe and everything is from within. Yeah. And she responds saying, yes, we have everything we need.
2: Bro, weirdly, this is so much more common than you think. In India, people are ob- some people are obsessed with drinking cow urine. And there are bottles that are like in factories, like made with, cow, like the, the filled up with cow urine and like sealed and sold on shops and people take it and drink it. And I know a guy personally who used to do it and he argued with me how beneficial that was. And I was like, it's excretion of a body. How can that be like more beneficial than actual food?
0: And isn't it also the the myth is that it's sterile. It's not sterile.
2: Like It's not sterile. No. Yeah. Cause it, it's not sterile at all. Yeah. I don't I mean I don't think so. Would you do it? Drink your own pee? Have you tasted your own cum?
0: How's your daughter doing? Oh, Stacy, she just finished resi- <laughs> residency. She's she's a neurosurgeon. Oh. Yeah. How's your daughter? Well,
2: <laughs> drinking
0: I don't know how to put this. She's living in the woods off juice and she drinks her own urine. Ah. She's on a 21-day fast. <laughs> oh. Well, we're all, we're all different. <laughs>
2: We're all on our individual We're all journeys. On our individual
3: journeys. <laughs> That's
0: fucking nuts.
2: Bro, would you do it? No. Would, I, would you? I, have you ever tasted your own condo? though? Of
0: course. I did it one time. One time I. Because no one's actually cam, came on my face before because, like, you know, I've been on a billboard. I'm not going to allow that. But okay. Like, you know, they are just, just certain lines. You, I will not be <laughs> disrespectful like that.
2: Just humble brag. Um,
0: But I did one time. I don't know why. It must have been. Drugs or something, I I remember I like put my legs up and like shot it in my face, oh. like I shot it on my own face. I just wanted to, like see what that experience would be like for another yeah. person.
2: Did it startle you or were you like, oh, this is nice?
0: I just I don't know. I've just never been like a I've never been a semen lover. Okay, Not but was
2: was your was your mouth like open like a dog? Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's just kind of like a weird like tasting at the end. But then I remember like. You know, I told my friend this one time. She thought it was so funny because she feels the same way. Yeah. She's like, when someone says, where do I want to come? Or where, where do you want me to come? Yeah. Then I my usually, in my head, I'm thinking like in a bucket in the hallway with no eye contact. <laughs> but that's like, just me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, in the Uber that I just called. <laughs> I'm released there. Because i just never been that person. I'm not being like... Yeah.
2: But when you were a kid, like, you must have been curious and, like, oh, what if I swallow? I want to know how it tastes like.
0: No, I have tried it, but yeah. it's not something Is it different I,
2: like, from other men? For sure. Yeah, like, a lot different sure. or, Can like. Can we not talk about swallowing bro. cum this week?
0: <laughs> People are, like, driving to work. <laughs> There's certain lines even I don't want to cross. There's about four. <laughs> <laughs> and this is one of them. It's just, like. Do we need to get into this? No, no, we don't have to talk about it. There was we, a guy with diabetes. I go, I go right back to it. <laughs> there was a guy with diabetes and it was like flavorless.
2: Oh, it wasn't like sweet or something with the insulin. Oh, okay.
0: It's not the worst thing to be diabetic. You know? Yeah. There are yeah. perks, I guess. <laughs> You're like, sure, I might die without my insulin, but my cum is very neutral. <laughs> Look at the bright side. Everything life is, you know, contrast, right? <laughs> like when I my colitis is really oh bad, man. I'm like, sure it's bad, but like I can eat anything I want. I'm still thin. <laughs> just, it's not like it's, everything's gonna be terrible. <laughs> oh my god!
2: Bro, I love this fucking show. Yeah, man. Jesus!
0: <laughs> I saw yesterday. I saw my person that annoys me type of person that annoys me i know you're probably thinking like who does not and that's also true yeah. but like mom and dad drunk on the town but it's just a vibe <laughs> it's like recapturing their youth yeah so the kids are usually like in universities the parents are probably between like 50 to 60, 60 yeah and they're out on the town and they get way too drunk and they're kind of obnoxious <laughs> and they're kind of like trying to be hip and cool and i saw there was a bunch of them in front of my building there's always like that wine mom yeah, she yeah. gets too close so you smell the chardonnay on her breath <laughs> and she made like a comment to me she kind of like put her hand on my shoulder Yeah, those are the moments yeah. where cause i usually I'm, the way i walk is like pretty masculine i would say but yeah. like also like sometimes i get kind of faggy it just (laughs) comes out of my bone but i always use it as like a it's like an animal like you know the raptor dinosaur how it has like a defense mechanism and different plants venus flytrap. yeah so when i'm uncomfortable and a woman like tries to touch me or get close to me i kind of do like a gay flick to get them off (laughs) so she kind of was talking to me and she put her hand she's like hi honey you know and she put her hand like this and kind of just like like, started going, dragged down, it across my arm. She goes, Someone works out. Oh, one of those. She had like a yeah. blue jays shirt yeah. on, you know, big yeah. day or whatever. And yeah. then I just kind of, I did like a gay, like, it was like my body just automatically turned gay. <laughs> <laughs> like she's this. And I was like, Get off me, girl. My, my, shoulders went, my shoulders went forward like this. And I was like, You back off. I, like this. That's like a It's like a gay I think it's like a gay defec- <laughs> Defense mechanism That you could probably do Like that to It's
2: the wings guy Bro it's the wing
0: Yeah But it's like also like Why are you touching me I don't even know you
2: Cause you woke up baby <laughs> You woke up baby
0: Okay let's get to the second part here As a piece of my tooth Sits on this My tooth chipped And it's here And it's just sitting here. <laughs> yeah.
2: If you want we can can we can we put the bonus uh, video on Patreon of the tooth.
0: What just we going to do 20 minutes of a
2: tooth shot? No, like one one well, can of you the parts. Please <laughs> of just the parts. upload <laughs> 20 minutes of this. <laughs> just
0: but put it to, like, people will be so good. Well, they're going to hear it on the main show. But it's, like, people will just be so let's literally, literally. No, like, just upload yeah. it to Patreon and just write something really nice. But like, hey, guys, you know, thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> Here's some bonus behind-the-scenes footage. And then just do, like, a 360 camera around the tooth. Like the All silent,
2: too. Like, no music. No classical music. Classical music. And then, yeah.
0: like, a 360 camera on this for, like, 28
2: minutes. <laughs> let's do it. Just do it. <laughs> remember that bitch on the show? She was
0: like selling her body parts for money or like, yeah. she was selling like skin and. Ah, uh, toenails and, and, and
2: IUDs and shit and dandruff. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember Bro, that whenever I read a headline this. that's
0: like, the economy is rebounding or <laughs> whatever, I always think of her. I'm like, uh huh, yeah, it's going great.
2: Bro, okay. Sell this $45 at least.
0: Disgusting. <laughs> Okay, so this is part two with uh, Ashton, our D-Trans buddy. Uh, If you'd like to get some bonus content or we'll do a little more after the interview, patreon.com slash unmentionable podcast. You can join there. Go in the app store. Look for Patreon. Sign up like that. Enjoy part two. Bye. Did you feel like you could fit in, so you're starting to appear as a boy, did you feel like you could fit in with the boys or were you naturally gravitating towards females to hang out with?
3: Definitely the girls, but like I did hang out with a big group of guys mainly during that period of time, but I really felt like I clicked with them. And there were a few girls in that group as well, and I always was closer with them than I was with the guys.
0: What is it about hanging out with guys that you didn't like?
3: We just like weren't the same in the head. I don't know how else to explain it.
0: They're ob- obnoxious and aggressive?
3: Kind of. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, hang your yeah. own young boys is... Of course. You boys are like things- that, yeah. Yeah. So you start to realize, you're looking in the mirror and you think, oh my God, I've made a mistake. At that point, does it become even more isolating or do you start reaching out to people in your life to say, hey, I, I think I've made a mistake?
3: Even more isolating because you'll just be shunned if you say that.
0: To the community or to the people in your life that you told you? Wanted people to, in
3: my life, I just see most of the people in my life didn't really know. They just thought I was born a man. Um, I kind of kept that a private part of my life because I passed pretty well. So it wasn't like I could just reach out and talk to them and be like, hey, I've made a mistake. Because then they'd be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's
0: a there's a degree of shame in it, probably, because you Definitely. feel like you told people this is what you are. And then you you almost feel like it's like sunk cost. You don't want to go. You, you don't want to pull out at that point.
3: Yeah, it's like humiliating to like do transition because you've lived all these years of your life, like this is me, this is who I am, I'm right. And everyone's questioned you and been like, No, you're not, no you're not. But then they were right the whole time. <laughs> it's embarrassing.
0: I don't know if you've heard about the woman that mm-hmm. uh she was a really she was a staunch feminist and she uh, she didn't I don't think she went on hormones, but she had a whole bunch of makeup and different things done to her to appear as a man. And she went out in the world and she lived her life as a man to try to make the point that life was easier as a man. And, yeah. um, she ended up killing herself because she was saying th- that she didn't know what it was like to be a man. She didn't know what it was like to walk around the world and it felt colder. She didn't feel like she had social cohesion and women around her that were supporting her. It was like, she had to be around the guys and she just felt that it was a more callous world. Did you feel like it was like that for you? being a man, appearing as a man, what was the world like as a man?
3: Definitely much colder. She was right about that. Um, and, and people, you can't show your emotions really. Um, and it's harder to connect with people on like a deeper level because guys don't really talk about that kind of stuff.
0: Right. So you were, you felt like you were missing that in your but,
3: life. Yeah. And it was isolating too. Jesus Cause Jesus. you weren't the same as the girls around you. So it was hard to fit in.
0: So how long are you on hormones before, you start to realize I've made a huge mistake and I need to get out of this.
3: Uh, six months ish,
0: and the body Not can change that much. much in
3: six months. Yeah, you want to hear what my voice sounds like if I don't raise it up? Okay, go. <laughs> um, it's kind of it's kind of more in this kind of tone, so much deeper. <laughs> what?
0: And is that permanent? Have the doctors said that's yeah. permanent? So yeah, you, so you put on an affectation to appear more feminine.
3: Yeah, it doesn't really work. People still think like I'll talk to people and they'll assume that I'm a trans woman, which is like uncomfortable. Oh
0: Jesus! Wow, these doctors really are gonna about to get sued like crazy. <laughs> so, is hormones something that where when you you stop them, can you just stop them, or are they they like SSRIs and that you slowly have to wean yourself off and then introduce new hormones?
3: At the dose that I was at, I was able to just cut cut it cold turkey. But if you're on like a really high dose of it, you do have to wean off of it.
0: And did you look in the it mirror? Like, and start to change right away.
3: Like after I got off of it. Yeah. No, it's like most of the changes are still there.
0: Oh my god. And the and the breasts is essentially. Do they come back after you've binded them? Oh yeah,
3: that's just it's just like squishes it down. Like they're still there. Oh my god!
2: Wow. That's so crazy. That's a,
0: so when you went to your parents and said I've, I've made a mistake. I feel like I, you know, am not trans. I feel like I was misled. What was their reaction?
3: They were really happy. They always thought that it wasn't the right path for me to be trans, and accepted me regardless.
0: Did you go back to your initial community because that's the people that you know you were surrounded with that sort of convinced you that you might be trans? Did you go back to the community and say, "Hey, I don't think I'm trans, and I'm deciding to I'm deciding to detransition," or did you just try to find new people?
3: Um, well, like my friends,
0: or I meant more the online community that you had found when you were isolated.
3: Oh, I kind of just dipped from it, honestly. <laughs> right. Then, when I started making content on like TikTok about my detransition, like comments were just flooded with trans people hating on me. So, does that still happen to you? Yeah, definitely.
0: Is it because I try to just not read my comments? I, I, I encourage that. Is, is there. Is there a feeling that your experience delegitimizes what they're going through? Or do you think there's a part of those people that thinks that they might also not be trans and you're triggering something inside of them?
3: Probably both, because it could make them think more and they could like realize that it is, like they are just following a TikTok trend because like as much as the trans community will deny it, like trans people do exist, but it's also a TikTok trend. Like it's, those two things aren't mutually exclusive. And a lot of the people who are transitioning now aren't actually trans truly transgender. And I feel like there's gonna be a lot of like damage done once that trend dies down because if it's not a harmless trend, you're like permanently altering your body. And there's lots of health effects too.
0: Have you gone back to the doctor any of those doctors since then when you decided Mm -hmm. to? And okay. So you haven't confronted any of them and
3: No. They've probably seen my content, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot more detrans people pop up just on my feed just naturally, I think, in the last while, because it's just an interesting counter narrative to what we're being fed through the media is that I I agree with you. I think there's always been trans people. There's been trans people since I was a little kid, but it's a very small percentage of the population. And it it seems like now, if anybody raises any objection, that they're just immediately cast as a right wing nut job and dismissed from the conversation. Yeah,
3: people call me a transphobe
0: all the time like, i'm not jesus i, I just don't I,
3: think it should be happening to like children hmm.
0: yeah i mean we we we've kind of agreed as a society that children can't make certain decisions including you know even driving a car at a young age or joining the military <laughs> and <laughs> then but but changing their body seems to be fine you had a question
2: yeah. um so the like the, i have to give a context when i was a kid i used like i used to I had curiosity how how women like And one time I saw like this girl, uh, like she's like my cousin's friend. She was naked and I was like, yo, she doesn't have a dick. Like I was so confused. Like how does this body exist? And so Mm -hmm. when I went to the bathroom, like I would like tuck my like penis in my legs and like pretend like I was a girl. And for a long time, I like I swear, like I, I really thought this is like when I was like maybe nine or like eight, something like that. I was very curious to know how girls are like and like, how would you, if I was a girl, how would it be? And there's obviously some, some sort of like boundary that my mind did not cross where I went from wanting to behave like a girl or like be like a girl in, in a private space, in a bathroom, not in front of anyone. Uh, The next step of the boundary is like being that in front of everybody and like transitioning into it. Right. So you obviously like went on the other side, like what, What made like what happened like did you have those curious thoughts before or was it just because of TikTok like I really want to know because like can't like it feels like can't just be like
0: well also like I feel like everyone has had those thoughts at some point yeah 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 yeah. you're curious everyone wonders
3: what it's like to be the opposite gender but that doesn't mean that you are
2: true 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 yeah like right now I'm I'm super happy that that like in my time like my parents would never even like back in india like you're not like even right now transitioning is not like a thing that's super popular or anything but if it was like i would have 100 percent guilted my parents into doing it like i swear to god like if if (laughs) i if i could have done it i would have done it at that time but it's just the society right now yeah
3: and and that's why it's kind of like in a weird way it's kind of dangerous how accepting society is of it because like if you're just Allowing everyone to do whatever they want to do and not questioning it. You're gonna have a lot of people who aren't right in their identity
0: Mm -hmm. What is the is there a lot of mental health problems in the detrans trans community right now?
3: Definitely
0: Like what does that look like?
3: There's just like the feeling of like you were robbed of your girlhood or like you weren't able to grow up this certain way that you should have Or you just get really depressed because of the permanent changes to your body, too. Like, personally, my voice makes me really insecure and I get pretty depressed about it. Some of the other changes, like the hairiness, everything like that. And And it just feels like you'll never be that woman that you used to be again. Like, you'll never be able to go back.
0: Yeah. What is, what is, has dating been difficult? Any, do you have to, do you often bring it up when you're dating people?
3: Um, in general, people haven't really cared much because as long as I'm a girl now, I'm a girl, <laughs> but yeah. um, I can see it being an issue, yeah, with certain people.
0: What does, uh, you know, you've been posting on TikTok and going quite viral and you're obviously going to continue to build a following. What does D-Trans advocacy look like for you? Does it Do you want to go all the way out there and stop this happening to other kids or what kind of stuff do you hope happens in the future?
3: I'm not really sure, like in a lot of ways I do want to get involved in law, but at the same time, I feel like that could cause more harm than good. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just I just like making content about it to like educate people and have them like feel like they're less alone or like maybe have some people wake up. Um,
0: Do you think people are going to wake up? Do you think there's going to be a swing back in society over the next few years?
3: We're seeing it already, actually. Like, we're seeing a huge explosion in detransitioners, and the trans community just denies that it's happening. They stick to that statistic from like 20 years ago of like, 0.1% of people who transition eventually detransition, but that's not true anymore. And it's like a really outdated statistic, but they'll argue that to the end of the earth.
0: What percentage do you think of the people that you've met that could not be, might not actually be trans and have gone through hormones?
3: Like, solid 80%. Oh, Jesus Christ. (gasps) What?
0: Yo, I mean, I think the way that this I is going to be done. Deal yeah, no
2: Damn, bro, that's scary. Eighty percent, and they still use one percent. Tens of thousands of people, at least. Yeah. No way. Oh, there's
3: the cat. Hi. Oh, cute. <laughs> he was pawing at my door to get let in. It's annoying me.
0: Yeah, no problem. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm just yeah. in awe of it. Is it something, are the people that you talk to in the D-Trans committee, are some of them considering lawsuits? Are they considering confronting their doctors, medical professionals? Do you think it'll be a potentially a class action lawsuit? How do you think this will play out over the next while?
3: I don't think there's going to be a lot of lawsuits for sure. Yeah. Like I don't personally know that if I will do it because I don't feel like my doctor had like ill intentions. I feel like she's just trying to do what was best for people without really thinking about it. But there's definitely a good reason to sue, really.
0: Yeah, well, the, in, in their defense, you know, they're up against a medical board that says if you stray from this orthodoxy, you're in trouble. They're up against, you know, in California, if parents don't affirm their kids, they're talking about criminal charges now. So you have all these external forces that are forcing people to conform to a very specific narrative. And, of course, people are going to be scared over the next while and, and don't, you know— What's in it for them, right? They, they say, you know, I could go the other way and I could question, but all these bad things could happen to me or I could easily affirm this trans kid and not lose my yeah. license and not have any problems in my life sort of thing.
3: Yeah, like there's a lot of external factors. Like if you question it all, you'll just be labeled a transphobe and you could potentially lose your job if you're in a certain state. Um, and yeah, I don't really feel like mine had ill intentions. I feel like she just was not doing it in the right way.
0: Well, this has been uh, eye-opening <laughs> for me. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, yeah, it, it, it's kind of like I saw this happening almost three, four years ago, sort of what you're talking about at the beginning of the pandemic. I saw sort of just this trend of young people, and I, I didn't grow up with the internet. I'm 36. I didn't grow up in a time when there was social media, so I didn't have any, I had external forces, you know, advertising the media trying to pull mm-hmm. me in certain directions, but I, I'm witnessing a lot of people that are siloed, lonely, disconnected, that are looking for purpose and they're getting pulled into different silos and it's going to be very interesting to watch it over the next little while. And uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time. This has been uh, quite enlightening and uh, we will uh, put all your information in the show notes. If you want to go follow Ashton on, uh, I think you're on YouTube now as well. You started a channel <laughs> on there. We'll put that in the show notes. If you guys want to subscribe to that, TikTok as well. Are you on Instagram as well?
3: I am, but I don't really post anything like transition related on there. It's kind of
0: personal. Yeah. They also don't love anything that strays from a certain narrative as well, specifically yeah. on some on, on yeah. platforms. Yeah. So um, I think you're better suited for YouTube as well. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so I, much. for. I not- had one little Go question.
2: Ahead, Are they taking out your stuff about detransition from TikTok? Like, cause you know, a lot of they people a- get banned and mm-hmm. stuff
3: yeah no they haven't taken any of it
2: down okay cool that's
0: good Dan. you'll leave anything that goes viral it's about money at that's the end true. of the day <laughs> that's true <laughs> all right well thank you so much for your time it was nice to meet you
3: thanks yeah, thank
0: you Bye-bye.